Hey guys, in today's episode, we talk about Quibi finally shutting down after its six-month-long run. Is Real Madrid not good anymore? Dan explains. Uh, renting a theater out for $99. Sounds enticing. Neymar leaking numbers. Not his number, though. So, someone else's. But still, he's leaking numbers. Um, U.S.'s least and most hated states. Guess where Illinois landed? Well, guess where your state landed? We talk about it. Um, and then, Dan had the ghost pepper donut we, that we talked about last week. He reviewed it, and he'll let you know if it's worth trying or not. And then we talk about our music and movie and TV show recommendations, so stick around for that. But yeah, enjoy today's episode. Let's cue the theme music. Hey everyone, today is October 26th. This is episode 71 of The Banter Shop. My name is Moniel. This is Daniel. And this is Harsh. <laughs> that was just Dan pretending to be Harsh. Uh, but who, there's the Harsh. Yeah, I guess there's still Harsh. Except he won't be talking. He's just on mute all day. He just uh, he just won't be... He's in this call, but he won't be talking, you know? Yeah. He, there we go. He's leaving. <laughs> or he's just been playing Fortnite all night and he can't get up kind of early in the morning to record a podcast. But, you know, yeah, either or. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> exactly, same thing. Um, well, I know we have a topic, like the first one I'll get started with. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to get right into this because we've been talking about this a lot. And Harsh actually brought this up. Well, I, I actually knew about it, but then Harsh brought it up. Like, we have to talk about this on the podcast. But he's not here. But we know his views about this particular thing. Uh, it's Quibi. Quibi is shutting down after six months. I'm sure you heard about it, Dan. Oh, yeah. That was actually one of my topics. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but go ahead. Yeah, so so Quibi is shutting down after after six months. It launched in April. It was backed by a couple of different hedge funds and and a couple of banks as well. They, they, for what what it's worth, they won two Emmys for one of their shows or I think a couple of their shows. Oh, really? Yeah. So at least you have that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they had like Chris Hemsworth, they had like, uh, Anna Kendricks, they had a lot of like good, like actors, like A-list actors on their shows, which means, or Chance the Rapper, of course, was hosting his punk show on there. I mean, there were a lot of different big name, like stars from all across the, the planet, honestly, and they just couldn't make it work. I mean, but the amount of money they probably lost is crazy. Uh, I think one of the, one of the downfalls that the article said, um, was the fact that, uh, it was only available on mobile. And in the in the world of quarantine, when people are watching stuff on their uh, laptops and like on TV, like you know Netflix and stuff like that, like through smart TVs, Quibi kind of became an outlier because no one was going to be on their phone. Like it was designed to be like your lunch break, like you're on a lunch break, put uh, you know pop something on for like five ten minutes, and that's the kind of thing it was. But then people just stopped having lunch breaks at work. They just ended up being at home. So I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of unfortunate uh, or unfortunate in the fact that when it released but also i don't think it was such a great idea that it would have even worked if everything was normal but w- what are your thoughts on it yeah i mean as uh i actually downloaded the quibi yet did you ever download it i did not okay so recently maybe like two three weeks ago t-mobile um had a, a like a, an offer for their customers so i i basically got six months free of quibi so I, I signed up for it. I'm like, it's six months free. I might check it out. I downloaded the app. I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't even opened it to check what shows they have. Yeah, <laughs> I have even a six, with six months free. Even with six months free premium service, I'm not, I haven't even opened it to check out the app. So that tells you a lot. Um, 
maybe because it's free. Maybe that's why I don't even pay attention to it. But even then, like, I'm like, I haven't had the the desire to check it out. And now that's going to be um, crashing in December. Then it's like, what's going to happen to the rest of the month? Am I going to get my free money back? <laughs> yeah. Well, they well they, they said they're going to keep it going uh, for a couple of months. And then the shows that are on there, they're trying to sell it to Apple TV or I think nobody wants them. Netflix or Hulu. Yeah, nobody wants them. Exactly. No one wants to take on. Or like the ones that they have already commissioned, they, they still want them to happen. Uh, so they're trying to sell it off to other other networks. And we'll see what happens. Maybe it will. I mean, they tried selling Quibi to Apple TV. Uh, but that deal fell through and a couple of other uh, streaming services as well, just so they don't have to shut down. But unfortunately, that's what it came down to. Yeah. And like I saw an article uh, in The Verge, it's it says about 11 reasons why Quibi crashed and burned here. And let, let me read a couple of those reasons. Um, number one, nearly all of Quibi's shows were terrible. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I guess they are. those like YouTube yeah. commercials you would need to watch before watching a uh, watching a, a YouTube like uh, whatever video, and, that, and you would see those Quibi like TV sort of commercials. I don't know if you came across them. It didn't make any sense. It was just so random. Mm-hmm. I just almost felt like a parody, like an SNL right. skit or something like that. Yeah, just like all these great actors doing, you know, shows with plots that make no sense. Right, and number two. People's daily lives changed. Quibi didn't. I think that's like going along with the pandemic, how you're saying. And then Quibi failed to invest in the power of memes. You you said they had the crazy ads, but they didn't really have any memes that would capture people's attention. It was just creepy. That's what the shows were. They're creepy. Yeah. And then Quibi's price was too high. Um, it charged five dollars a month for garbage bin entertainment, or eight dollars a month without ads. Ads, and like they had ads and they couldn't survive. Whoa. And then the enter the it's saying like the entertainment people were getting for free on platforms platforms like TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch was like, I think mean also that another reason why Quibi like nobody was paying attention to Quibi because they're like we're not gonna pay for something that. We're already getting for free on our phones, like TikTok and YouTube. They're already they already have entertainment. And then it, it also said no one no one outside of media Twitter knew about Quibi. Like I feel like yeah. they didn't advertise good enough outside of I guess Twitter. I mean I don't know I don't follow Twitter. I mean I, I only mean, knew because of some of the yeah. YouTube ads like you're saying or like because of T-Mobile. Yep. But. Yeah, it wasn't. It was, I mean, they spent four hundred dollars on marketing, but it was all online marketing on YouTube, and Twitter, and maybe Instagram, and that was it, right? They didn't really. I don't know if they expanded a lot of other spots. Yeah, and one more. Um, yeah. This goes along with what you were saying. If I'm on my phone, I rather watch TikTok. Like you're saying, like uh, this Quibi was only on your phones. Like you have to watch it on your phones. Eventually, they were you. You were able to cast your content into your TV if you had like one of those Chromecast or like Fire Stick TVs. Yeah. But like it was all through your phone and like if you're watching if you have if you're using your phone you're probably doing something else. Like you like scrolling through TikTok or Instagram or just I don't know, watching YouTube. 
for yeah, free. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, the only thing that that, that I on, on my phone that's not anywhere else on my other devices or even like your Fire TV, like it's the only thing is um is TikTok. Like TikTok's the only thing that 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 really does it. But TikTok already has like an audience. Like it just you know what it is, right? It, it's not like Quibi where they're like produced shows. If there were produced shows on F, on TikTok that were like 10, 15 minutes long, I don't think that would work either. So, you know, it's just one of those things that I thought it was a, it, I guess it's an interesting concept. I see what they were trying to do, but the execution was bad and they just didn't really, again, if you have good enough shows, people will come watch it. I've always felt like good TV can be anywhere in the world and people will come find it. You don't need to like, you know, uh, you know, really stretch over it, but they didn't even have good content, which is like a double whammy. Like the idea, the idea and execution wasn't good enough, but then also the content wasn't good enough. So it was like, it sucks, right? The the people are the people who are working there will have to, you know, kind of restart. But at the same time, maybe this time they'll be a little bit more aware of it. And hopefully, yeah, you know what? You know, if they get another crack at this, I hopefully they do it right. They do it the right way this time, because they do have a lot of money behind them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, well, hey, Dan, you should watch Quibi before it's gone, because I know. Uh, I think in the article they said that they're going to let the consumers know until how long can they stream the content. So I think you still have a couple more months if you want to get started on it and really. Nice you know, three months. Yeah, you know, you should you should really wrap it up. It might be collector's item, right? It's one of those like you know how sometimes items like you store like those baseball cards and things of that nature. Maybe it becomes mm-hmm. like a collector's item. Maybe you should screen like you know screen grab or not. Nah, I mean that's illegal, but like don't. But you know like like watch it for your own good. Then you can tell your kids about it. Like hey, there was this app One, called Quibi. Movies. <laughs> well, we don't have hardship about that. So, uh, but yeah. So but any last thoughts? Hoping, oh, go ahead. They're probably hoping that with this news, more people will jump on Quibi. I'm like, oh, we don't want it to go. Let's watch it yeah. now. Yeah. But I, I don't wonder. think it's gonna happen. Yeah, like after the first three months or whatever the promo they did, their their user base dropped significantly, like really significantly. And then that's where they were like, okay, this is not like, and then they started to, to sell their product, sell their shows, just didn't really work out. Even with the A-list actors they had attached to the show, like Liam Neeson and a lot of these other great, like, you know, like these Hollywood stars, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And they still couldn't sell the shows. So, you know, it's a, it's a tale. It's a tale to be remembered. Also, we, we did offer our podcast on Quibi. We did give Quibi a, a lifeboat, right? They just didn't want to they, take it. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't jump in. They didn't jump in. We told them, we'll save your we'll save your platform. We'll be here for you. We even offered a pretty, you know, pretty, I guess, a lowball contract, if you ask me, right? We didn't ask for a full value. Yet, nope. you know, here we go. So companies out there listening, if you don't sponsor us, when we want to be sponsored by you, you, you know, what happened to Quibi might have happened to you, too. You know, it's just I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> so if right. you want us on your streaming platforms, let us know. We're available. Um, okay, but moving on, Dan, I, I I know we talk about sports a little bit, maybe towards the end of the episode, but I wanted to bring this up because this is your team, um, Real Madrid. Uh, they mm-hmm. lost their first Champions League game. So just to give everyone context, Champions League is the European soccer tournament where all the best clubs from different countries come together to compete, um, and Champions League happens year around. Uh, and uh, and the and the group stages are happening currently. So the first match day was uh, was I believe this past week, ranging from Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know if there was one on Thursday or not, but it was basically this week. There were a couple of uh, a lot of games this week in the group stages. And Real Madrid uh, lost their first Champions League game 
against the uh, against a team from Turkey. I don't know how to pronounce their name, but they're they're decent. They have some money. Uh, but I just wanted to. But but Dan, before before I give it to you and hand it off to you to explain why your team lost, I just want to give you this fun little stat that I found for you. That stats show that no team has won the Champions League after losing their first game in the history of Champions League. So I give the floor to you. What? And what's the purpose of this? Just to hear your opinion. (laughs) I don't hate you. It's just always (laughs) talk about Real Madrid's glory. I feel like we should talk about Real Madrid's downfall as well. Well, I think you missed an important game yesterday, but I'll give you the whole past week of Real Madrid. That'd be Um, great. Let's start off with Madrid is still number one in the Liga. And so that that tells you a lot, even though they lost. That's the Spanish League, and they're still number one. On uh, in yep. the table, okay. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, last week weekend in the Liga, they lost their first game one zero um, against. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but they lost one zero, and they were playing pretty bad, honestly. Like as a Madrid fan, I'm gonna say that they were playing really bad, and then had a more hopes, higher hopes for the Champions League against this team that I also can't pronounce, um, and they lost three two. But I don't know. I feel like for some reason they were tired. They some reason they couldn't like recuperate after the international break. I would guess because a lot of them did play for the international teams, or maybe they were also confident. Maybe they thought, "Oh, we're better than this team. We're gonna win anyways. So let's not give it our all." But yeah, they were just not. Like, I feel like they weren't trying. They didn't have the motivation to win. They. Had the ball, but didn't weren't creative enough to create chances and finish them. Um, I don't know. Like after watching that game, I was just like, oh, "This is not good." Uh, they're going into a Clasico in the weekend. They're probably gonna get destroyed, or they're gonna tie because Barcelona is also not doing that great. Um, so I honestly thought that for a Clasico, it was gonna be like a tie, like a one-one tie. Or Barcelona was gonna like destroy Madrid, and I was already like preparing my mind for that. But then, on a good note, yesterday was a Clasico, and Madrid did win three-one. Surprisingly, I was surprised. I think all of us were surprised, and I don't think Real Madrid's glory days are over. So there you go. Okay, thanks for that. I just wanted to bring it up, you know, because I know we haven't talked about Madrid in a while, and I, I figured you might have. Uh... And some 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 concerns, which you see, it seems like you did, but they they want a commanding I mean, game I against saw, Barcelona. There, there is still some concerns for sure. I'm not saying just because they beat Barcelona, it's, they're good. Um, they haven't been at Atletico Madrid yet, which again is oh, their number one competition. What matters has... is to get a win in Champions League. And yeah, stats are good, but it doesn't mean that they're they can't really win it anymore. Well, I, I'm not saying they can't win anymore. They just can't win the Champions League like final. Like no, that's trophy. what I'm saying. They can oh, still okay. win a championship final. I mean, obviously, yeah. if they keep losing in the group stage, they know they're not going to win. <laughs> uh, there's seven more games in the group stage, so I think they'll be okay. Hopefully. It was it, it was Shakhtar. Uh, the, the, the Turkey's name was like Shakhtar or something. It's like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're like a team that's always in the Champions League, too. So they're pretty good in general. Well, they're the best team in, in Turkey, so they always win. So they always get in. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know what other good teams are in Turkey. That's a good point. I think there are a couple, but I think they, they're they the best. 
Um, okay, well, moving on. Um, I, I want to do this one, and then, Dan, we'll get into your stuff, because I want to save my last topic that I have as our last sort of um, thing that we talk about in this in this uh, segment. But, but here's the second to last one that I have, that you can rent out an entire AMC auditorium for $99 to watch a movie. Almost think of it as like a private like a private screen, right? So as you know, AMC has multiple different auditoriums so you can watch movies in. And if you want to rent one out just for yourself and your friends and your friends and family, however many people you want to bring, I'm sure there's some sort of a limit. But basically, you can rent out an entire auditorium for $99 uh, at AMC. It's it's a new thing they've they've come up with just so because there are a lot of people concerned about going to the movies, which is fair. Um, and they can only have so many people in there, which is also fair. So it's not really great for their business. So what they have done is they come come up with this model where they would let you rent out an auditorium for one movie uh, for like one basic screening for $99. Uh, I think it's a, it's an interesting idea. And I think that this is something they should continue. But I don't know how great it would be because, you know, when you have regular people coming in, the, the movie theaters are pretty much filled on the weekends anyway. Uh, but I think that's a great way to keep the movie industry in the game when you have Netflix, you have Hulu, you have all these other people, right, where they're taking away people going to the movie theaters. I think this is a great way for for them to bring people in, right? If you have like a party of like even five to ten people, you, you split the cost, that's, that's almost average what you're paying for a ticket anyway. But you get to watch it with just your people, and that's it. Like you have the your entire people. theater. Yeah, like, like you know, you, you're not saying to a random guy next to you who got this hot dog and now it's just like, Man, I'm hungry too now, <laughs> right? It's just, it's just, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. So I think it's a cool idea. I mean, what do you think about it? Do you think it's an idea that can sustain after coronavirus, or how do you feel about it? Um, uh, I think it's an okay idea for now. Um, I mean, let me ask you this: if I, if I, if I rented a room, would you come to watch a movie with me? Rented a room? Like, what do you mean? Like a, like an auditorium? Like a, an auditorium. Yeah, I would. You would come to watch a movie. Yeah, because it's like it's just I know it's the few people, and it's it's like I know people practicing social distance, social distancing, and people wear masks and all that kind of stuff. So like oh, I know okay. the people I'm going in with. What if it's not a new movie? What's a movie if it's a movie from ten years ago? Uh, like like the one movie that came to mind that I would do this for is like Tenant. Like of course, like that's uh you've seen it yeah. in theaters. I think I would love to see it in theaters. So that's like a movie I would do it for. I think it depends on the movie. Like if it's a good enough movie where I was going to see it in theaters anyway and I was looking forward to it, uh you know, aka or like you know, Tenant in a way, for example, then I would do this. Uh, but if 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 it's just for like a run of the mill movie that I can watch on Netflix or it's an old one that I can stream, then I don't think I would pursue this. So I guess it depends exactly. on the movie. It's not for everything. So right now there's not a lot of movies coming out. So a lot of the movies that are they're including in that package are older movies that have already come out. Uh, so that's another thing that you have to consider. And after the pandemic, I feel like yeah, they can still have an auditorium specific for those I guess parties. Um, and that's how they can continue doing it. But in general, I don't think they can do it as much as they can do it now. And I mean, I think that's always an option. I think that's always been an option. You can actually have a party in an, in the theater because um, right. at least like you can have like birthday parties and stuff like that. So I mean, it's a good idea. I mean, like for the price, it's worth it. If it's like you said, if it's a movie you really want to see, then yeah, it's worth the price. Uh, you don't like you said, you don't have to have strangers in there. But you also have to find a good amount of people that want to come to watch a movie to make make it up for the price. Because if you rent it, it's just like three or four of you, 
then it's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. I just do a long banter shop. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got a banter shop and whole, fans. I just want the whole theater for myself. And I want to pay a hundred dollars. Damn, they they should if that's the case, they should run they should run in like two or three movies. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought, the whole day. Yeah, exactly. But I guess it was a. I, I guess it's a cool little trick that they're doing to get people in one way or another. Um, we'll see if it continues. But I just thought it was a unique idea, and I'm glad. Like, like the companies that that are thinking out of the box in these times to keep their business going. Like, it, it's really interesting to see what they're doing. And I think we've seen it throughout like the entire, you know, COVID era that we're in. Um, so it, I thought it was a really interesting thing, and we'll see if it continues. We'll see when actual movies come out, like ones that people will typically go see in theaters. Do they still do this, or will, will it be kind of like a one-time thing? Mm-hmm. Well, moving on, Dan, I know you have a couple articles you want to get to, so let's do that. Okay, so I'll start with, start off with a quick Taco Bell one. Um, there's a an item that's kind of coming back. Do you know what item is coming back? No. Is it the nacho thing that we like? No, I wish. I would. I wish. Um, November fifth, the toasted cheddar chalupa is coming back. Ooh, do you I know that. that. Yeah. Did you like it? I did like it. It was actually pretty nice because it's it's like toasted with like cheddar cheese and like that on the shell, right? Yeah. Any I feel like any item that has some toasted cheddar cheese and around their food, like around the the tortilla is pretty good. Like the 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 grilled cheese burrito is really good, and now this chalupa is making a comeback. So, yeah, that that's a pretty cool thing. Like of all the Taco Bell bad news that we've gotten, yeah, of item being re- removed, this is a good thing that's coming back. So I just wanted to like put that out there for all the Taco Bell fans, Taco Bell fans. Um, the other one is, do you know who? Richarlison is the Everton star. Richarlison. I do not. Okay. Do you know who Neymar is? Yeah, of course. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. They're really close to each other, right? They're both from Brazil. Yeah, they're from both from Brazil. So here's an article that I saw. It says Everton star Richarlison gets 10k, 10,000 WhatsApp messages in five minutes as Neymar reveals his number during a live stream. So these guys were live streaming on an online, like online video games. So Neymar filmed himself holding his mobile phone up to the screen with Richarlison's name and his number showing below as he called him. So Neymar made a mistake. He confessed his mistake to Richarlison seconds later when he picked up. It says that the PSG star told him while laughing, I think I've just shown your number without meaning to. I swear it was an accident. And and then he's like, you're going to have to change your number now. But Richarlison seemed unfazed. And he told fans not to message him or they will be blocked. He responded with, hey guys, whoever calls me is going to be blocked. Don't call me. But his warning it's, it's it. fell it's it. on de- no, sorry, go sorry. Ahead. But his warning fell on deaf ears, and his phone went berserk with messages during their game of Counter Strike on streaming platform Twitch on Sunday. So he said, it, "In five minutes, I'm already. I've already had ten thousand messages. Thanks, Neymar." So 
he yeah i mean he just didn't answer the messages he blocked it do you think he's gonna change his phone number now yeah of course (laughs) <laughs> There's no way he has to. I mean, like he has business calls that he gets that he will probably block just because he couldn't. Like it's like that phone's done for. Like that's it. That 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 number is uh is done. It's compromised. Although I kind of feel like there should be some sort of technology where you're able to prevent that from happening. Like you know how credit cards nowadays you have those chip and they're encrypted, so the number keeps changing. So you're not able to like like the like the card readers are not able to store your number because it's different every time. Mm-hmm. I think there should be something with phones like that because, like, yeah, like if your number is compromised and if you're a you know public figure, that's it. You gotta get a new phone number. You just have to start all over again. Which, again, in oh. this in this world of iCloud and everything on the cloud, you can always get stuff back. I completely get it, right? But it's just like you change your number. The other people who who have your number have to you know switch it up. I don't know. I just feel well, like it's, what, it's what a about lot of like what about us? Like what about just regular people? How are you gonna keep changing your number? Like, yeah. It, no, no it's, like it's, just, it's, it's, oh, I see what you mean. No, no, no. no see, go ahead. With your, with your encrypt, encryption idea. Yeah, like, how are we going to know, how am I going to know what your phone number is if it keeps changing? Well, then, I guess the uh, the, the other way would be, like, another sort of um, key ID. Like, n- instead of phone number, maybe it's some sort of an ID that I have. Uh, almost like, you know, your username and something like that. Like, that's how you save my number. So, my number keeps changing. But, like, that one ID that I have or, or the code or the PIN that I have, is the one you know that's secured and that's like mine does that make sense it's almost like how am i gonna get it from you i would give it to you i would send it to you like it would be one of those transactions like like when you add someone on like facebook or something like that or like instagram or snapchat whatever the case may be you do it through the username uh you can connect your phone number as well but i don't know maybe this idea needs to be fleshed out but i feel like there needs to be some sort of security because because in this digital world like it's going to keep happening more i mean this was a mistake of course it was because someone showed it but I feel like as, as as hackers, like this has happened before too. I mean, there's probably some on the on the dark web. There's there's numbers of all the celebrities you ever want, out there somewhere. Really? Yeah. I mean, this is a thing, and people buy it, and you know, you exchange information like that. So I'm sure it's it's a thing. Um, can't guarantee it, but but I'm sure it's not too difficult to find such things. Uh, so I just think I, I don't know. I feel like in the future, you know, I know Apple and a lot of or tech companies talk about privacy even google has been doing that with their new phone a lot pixel you know maybe this is something they look into some sort of encryption to not have your number actually be out there but then also like what if someone wants to call you like i don't know i it's it's not the i like i I hope i'm making sense about where we should be going but i don't think i have it all figured out unfortunately so dan we can't go to silicon valley just yet we'll need to wait a couple more years oh man okay we gotta wait (laughs) <laughs> but that's yeah. but that's interesting. How how do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, I, I would also hate that. Like, I I hate when I get a call and it's just a number that I don't even know. Like, I never answer um, yeah. unless I'm sure that I'm expecting a call from someone. But if I don't know, if I don't have your number saved, I'm not gonna answer. And if it's someone that I really know and wants to talk to me, then they better leave a voicemail because I'm not gonna call them back. So, <laughs> Dan, just so a note you to you people, if you get my phone number and you want me to call you back, then leave a voicemail because I'm not answering if I don't know your number. Exactly. There you go, Dan. That's Dan's own encryption approach. Just don't answer. Yep. Do you answer if you don't know the phone number? Uh, I do. I have this weird habit Always? of answering. Yeah. And then how, 
Like, and sometimes it's been like a coworker that I just didn't know, and it's got like from like a different state or something like that. I'm like, oh, I'm glad I picked up. But like, as soon as I, I hear like a robotic tone or a robotic voice, I'm like, all right, that's it, end. Hey, Mario, let me have your social security number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, whoa. You, Dan, is that you calling me? Hey, Mario, this is just the prince of Egypt, and I am going to give you a million dollars if you give me your information. <laughs> oh, whoa, that sounds so similar to the call I got last night. Oh, oh, and the one that I get the most. Hey, so your warranty is about to expire. Please yes. come back and Because if not, then you're going to lose your warranty in your car. I'm like, I don't even have a warranty in my car, bro. <laughs> right the same one this, I, I get that same one i know exactly the way you're talking about. maybe they're targeting the people in this area with warranty like each area has like a different one like you go to like schomburg or something like that it's it's like your insurance is expiring like something weird like that i guess it's all yeah. different in different areas oh man that's interesting all right if, if you live in in yeah. san francisco california hey calls back if not your avocados are going to be expiring no more avocado for you <laughs> no avocado. Your avocados are being stored. They're expired. Yeah. Save the avocados. So, yeah. Yep. Save avocados. Hashtag save avocados. We're all for avocados. Uh, all right, Dan. Yeah. Do you, one you, more. You got, yep. Let's hear it. Yeah. One more for you. This is the one that you, I think you're gonna like. Yeah. Um. So these are the most hated states in America, and number one is not a surprise. So. And let's let's just start off with you guessing. Who do you who which state do you think is the least the least hated state in the U.S.? The least hated, the one that's yeah. not uh probably like Maine or something like that. Okay, and which one do you think is the most hated? Like Ohio or Texas or uh, maybe California. Ooh, okay. So you were closer on the least on the most hated. Okay. So the, let's start let's start with the least. Yeah. Start off on a positive side. So the least hated, I'll give you the top five mm-hmm. least hated. Number one, Idaho. Okay. Number two, I... Utah. Uh-huh. Number three, Washington. Four, oh. Nevada. Mm-hmm. And five, Arizona. Okay. So those are the least hated states in the u.s according to some data that they collected it's not really scientific but it's just some Pulse. funny data they collected yeah um so i mean yeah i mean i also don't have anything negative to say about those states i guess arizona i feel like it would be like too hot too dry so right i don't think i want to go there um idaho you want your potatoes cool <laughs> utah i think there's a lot of good national parks in utah Washington, Seattle's in Washington, so why would you, why would you hate Seattle? Yeah, and I guess if you hate Amazon, then yeah, you would hate Seattle. Or Boeing or Starbucks or yeah. Microsoft. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. And then Nevada, I mean, what's is Las Vegas? Las Vegas, I mean, uh, whatever stays in Vegas, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, though. That's why there's no negative. Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's why. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the let's go to the most hated states. Yeah. So, you got number two and three correct, but number one you didn't. So I'll start Ohio? with two, three, four, and five. Okay. So two, you guys said Texas, and Texas number two. Yeah. Number three is California. Right. Or four is Oklahoma. Okay. Oh. Okay. Number five is Florida. I All feel right. like Oklahoma and Florida. I feel Oklahoma is hated because maybe. 
because it's, it's say that like a, a lot of factors were like sports teams, politics, mm. right. and other like factors that play into it. So I feel like some of these states are because of sports and stuff like that. Right. Um, but the number one, it's in the East Coast. What, what do you think it is? East Coast. Uh, is it? Yeah. One. Oh man, this is tough. Uh, yeah, Massachusetts maybe, but I don't think so. No, uh, why, why would you hate Massachusetts? I don't know, cause sports and like I just trying to think. Um, oh. Okay, I'm gonna go with uh, North Carolina. No, no. So the number one hated. No. <laughs> number one. <laughs> no, you're not even close to any of these. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they didn't even make the top ten. <laughs> oh no. What is it? <laughs> number one is New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay, yeah, makes sense. And this this guy that wrote the article or girl, I don't know. Just okay. So to the stop to the top spot being taken by New Jersey isn't surprising in the least. I don't yeah. say that because New Jersey is a state that I hate. I don't really have an opinion of it one way or another. If I'm being honest, yeah, me neither. But New Jersey tends to be the butt of many jokes, and it's probably a fallback for a lot of people who couldn't think of an answer that meant anything to them personally. So yeah, New Jersey is the most hated state. Where do you think Illinois? Illinois failed. Illinois is right in the middle somewhere. It's, we're we're pretty mediocre. When people hate us. People <laughs> I think we're in, we're in the middle. So what number? Like um, fifty states, maybe like twenty-two, twenty-three. Okay, so surprisingly, we're a little more hated than that. We're number Ooh. twelve. Ooh, that's a little high, so, but I guess it makes sense. All the big cities yeah. seem to be, yeah. Okay. So we didn't make we didn't make the top ten, but we're pretty close. We're pretty close. We're right we're close. there. We were we're right there to being hated, but we're not quite hated yet. So I guess that's not a positive. Yet. Which, if you had to pick, which state would you hate? Uh, oh man, I mean, probably like, like Florida, maybe, but I don't have anything against Florida, that's the thing, I just feel like, just like, like the reason New Jersey was graded like that was because they're butt off a lot of jokes and like, people always talk about them, and that's the only thing I have to go off of, uh, so yeah. maybe that, but, uh, yeah, I would say so, but Florida made top five anyway, so I think, I, I think going with Florida makes sense, because it's almost there, and it almost <laughs> has the same appeal as New Jersey in the sense of, you know, the butt of the jokes and all that kind of stuff so i'll go with florida what about you you always hear a bunch of jokes about florida man yeah harsh would be here to <laughs> let us know that uh if i had to pick then i would pick you know which one i would pick ohio <laughs> no i don't ohio is i wouldn't hate ohio like it's not, it's just like nothing to hate or love about it yeah. um <laughs> but i would pick california oh Wow, most hated. Why do you hate California, Dan? What did California do to you? I don't know. What did it do to the top 3% of the population? Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I don't know. It's just like, I feel like it's too overrated. That could be it. So it's too overrated, so that's why you hate it. And then, yeah, everything like everything's there. You got your Hollywood. You got your L.A.s. You like got everything there. And like, it's like... So I, I feel like it's too superficial. Yeah. I got you. It's not like the Midwest. We're more family-oriented. Yeah. I think, I, I guess I know what you mean. It's just a little bit out there. That's fair. That's fair. Well, moving on, I have one last thing. And uh, I think this this would have been fun if Harsh was on, but I guess it's okay. 
So I read an article recently where a couple Slang got married. <laughs> I wish. I can't uh, well, a, a couple got married at Dunkin' Donuts or just mm. Dunkin' Now recently, and they both met at first met at Dunkin'. I think I think the the wife now wow. worked at Dunkin' while the the gentleman was uh, coming to Dunkin' to get coffee every now and then. That's how they met, and that's how they got married in the drive-through of Dunkin' Donuts or Dunkin' Now. Sorry, but I guess this brings up a good question: Which fast food place, if you had to pick one, would you get married at? Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. I do uh, I do have a Dunkin' update. After this, okay, part. all right. Um, Taco Bell. Taco Bell for sure, because that was actually the first meal I had with my girlfriend or fiance now. now. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Hey, that's it. That's how you know a relationship. We've always joked about it. Yeah. Like, we, I don't think we, it's not like a restaurant that we, we both go to often, because I mean, she doesn't love it as much as I do, but I think. <laughs> Aww. But she doesn't hate it. Like she just like never grew up going there, like I did. But I mean, it's. I, I think if I had to choose one, then it would definitely be Taco Bell. How about you? You already picked Taco Bell, so I don't want to do that. No, you, no, you gotta pick yours. If I know. Taco I know. Bell, then it's Taco Bell. I think it's Taco Bell, but I also would like maybe Chipotle. I think that would be fun. Um, have you gotten a date to Chipotle? Uh, have I? <sighs> Uh yeah yeah I have I have. What about Taco Bell? Mm, I yeah I have as well. Really like ours wasn't a date in Taco Bell it was just like we went there. Yeah it was like it was like grabbing food but like I guess yeah. you I was with the person so I I don't know if you would call that a date but yeah. No, because I didn't like her at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's why I took her to Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, no it was just it was just there and I'm like let's go get Taco Bell. Yeah, if Dan takes you to Taco Bell, just know he's eventually going to date you. <laughs> yeah, that was like the first day of school too. That you needed to Taco Bell. It was just it was a hectic yeah. day. It was it was a hectic day. I had all my RA duties. I'm like, I need to I need to to clear my mind. I need some Taco Bell. <laughs> See what you mean. But yeah. Um. All right. Well, here we have it. I guess we have Taco Bell, Taco Bell, two Taco Bells. I don't know what Harsh would have done. Maybe Culver's or something like that. Like yeah, I, don't, I don't think he does. I don't even think he knows what Culver's is. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's aware, but I don't think that's the case. What, what do you? Is I mean, isn't his favorite fast food Taco Bell too? Yeah, it is. It is Taco. What do you Bell. think? So I think it second? would be ta- harsh. For me, second, maybe. For him, no, for him. Oh, for him? Mm, maybe like Steak and Shake. Really? Yeah. Loves that place, I guess. Or maybe Chipotle what? or Subway. I know he's what, a big fan of Subway as well. What does he like? I don't know. Maybe it's their fries. But they're like so skinny. Uh, I think that's why. I feel like... I, I mean, I've gone to Steak and Shake a lot, especially in college, but I just like... One thing I don't like is their service. Like, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think yeah, I don't think if he's eating in there. I think he's more of a drive-through person. But you're right, the service there is but super even the, slow. Even the drive-through is super slow. Yeah, there's always a line. The only thing I like is that they have a variety of shakes. That's good. That's true. And like their burgers are alright, but nothing like I, I like I don't like going there much anymore. Yeah, it's it's the I like their milkshakes. Pretty good milkshakes. Uh, I think that's what but, they're known for anyway. But yeah. Moving on, do you want do you have one more article about Duncan? 
that article, but do you remember what we talked about last week? Oh, the, yes, the ghost the, pepper donut. You tried it. Yes, I tried it, so I went to Dunkin'. I think it was the day after that. Yeah. Um, and I actually uh, went to the drive-thru, and I asked, Hey, do you still have the ghost pepper donuts? And then <laughs> she's like, Just Yeah. Like I'm like, and then I'm like, Okay, can I get two, please? And then two? She's like, sure. Yep, I got two. And then... And then I got the donuts, and then I came home. I mean, don't like donuts from Dunkin' are alright. Like they're nothing special. I'm not a big fan of their donuts. Um, right. I feel like if 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 you don't get them fresh, then they become stale pretty quick, yeah. or just hard. Um, so what I did is I put them in the microwave for like a few seconds. That warms mm-hmm. them up. That makes them softer. Um, so that makes it better. So when I took my first bite. It was like ghost pepper. Where's this ghost pepper thing? It was like sweet. It was like sweet, like a regular donut. You know, it's like a strawberry uh, cream, like glazed cream on top with some ghost pepper and cayenne pepper mixed in. Um, I don't know how they do it, but the first bite was just like, oh, this is pretty sweet. Um, I took two and three bites and like, huh, I, 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 I am feeling this kick now. I'm tasting this spiciness now. Um, and it was actually pretty good. Like, like it was like what I expected it to be. Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't overwhelming. The spice wasn't overwhelming. It was like just like the right amount of sweet and spicy. And like, you know how, like, have you ever had like a good, like, like spicy barbecue sauce? Yeah. Like barbecue sweet. And if you get, add some spiciness and it's, it's kind of like that mix, like, you don't like it's like too, it's not spicy enough like it's gonna like you know like sting your mouth or you like your tongue and like right, right. you're not gonna like start coughing or anything but like once you like swallow it and ingest it like you kind of feel like like a little burn in your stomach you know and right it's like, yeah you do you it's, get that it's kind of like, yeah. like that feeling like it's it's like good it's like the perfect amount and like even though like i'm not a big fan of the donuts like just the taste overall it's pretty good like if you haven't tried it, then try it. If you can get it like fresh in the morning, then get them. If not, yeah. then put it in the microwave for like five seconds, and it's good gonna to be, go. it's gonna be good to go. So, uh, what would I you get, rate it out of five? Um, from like just like Dunkin' Donuts, donuts, I would say, like I, I, I like I wouldn't mind getting it again. So I would, that's pretty good. I would say four. I'm not gonna give it a five, but I would four, say four. Four. That's high. That's pretty high. Like my favorite donut at duncan and it, you can only get in get it during valentine's it's like oh um, i know what you're talking they, about. it's the brownie batter donuts like those are like my favorite donuts yeah um, it's only during they're that season really heavy yep i know, yeah. I know i know exactly the ones you're talking about yep they're really good too they're like specialty donuts right yeah those are really good so those are my oh you know what i i i just had um this week i went to Krispy Kreme for the first time, and Ooh. I had their donuts for the first time, and they're like, they're like way, way better than Dunkin'. Like they're so good. Like <laughs> we don't have any like Krispy Kreme that close to us, so it's right. in Elk Grove. So like that's why I, I never went. I had never gone. But then I was with Jacob, and he's like, "You gotta try it." And then so we we had that, and it was it was definitely worth it. It was good. I, I can't wait to go back there. Yeah. Look at that. 
So now, um, I guess you have tried the spiciest donut in Dunkin' Donuts history. Are you are you ready to take it up to the next level and maybe make your own donut that's that's spicy like that? Yeah, um, I think that's what I'm doing. Quarantine 2.0. <laughs> do my own recipe. Yeah, instead of doing instead of doing sourdough bread, I'm gonna do my own donut, my spicy donut. Exactly. So there you go, Dan. I I believe in you. And then once you have it, I'll try it. All right. Have you tried this one? I've not. I need to. I haven't been to Dunkin' in sometimes. So maybe that's why. Yeah, just, just go there and pick it up, and you'll be you'll be good, good to go. All yeah. right, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I think I have to at this point before it goes away. But it seems like it probably will soon. Probably after Halloween. Yeah, you're right. You're a good point. Well, Dan, you want to move on to recommendations? Let's go. All right. What you what you got? Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I can go first. All right. So, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Lecrae, yes. obviously, and his label and just like the group 116 so 116 as a group collectively released their first like full-on spanish album and it's called sin vergüenza and like what that means in english is unashamed so like they're one of their big things they say is like i'm unashamed um so like that's they basically just uh, translated that to spanish and called it sin vergüenza which is pretty cool because uh, uh, the reason why they wanted to release a Spanish album is just because it was more for like the Latino community and kind of like to show how like you can I guess you can have community uh, with other people that are different than you like yeah. you don't have to be with the same people like all the time so like it was kind of like a like a crossover of like yeah like English rap and Spanish rap so right. the pretty cool thing is that like some of like the rapper like one of the rappers called his name is funky he's like from puerto rico yeah like he's someone that i would like listen to a lot as a kid like he was like he usually like be my favorite like spanish rapper as a kid and like i remember like going to california and even though i hate california but i went to california because i have family over there right. and one of my cousins like he gave me like a mixtape and it was like funky and a lot of songs and i'm like oh this is pretty cool and it's like someone like you grew up to like listening to like I don't listen to him anymore, but right like now seeing him like on a song with Lecrae, which is my favorite artist now, it's like it's just like unbelievable to me like seeing like oh you never thought this was gonna happen, and like even them like I was watching one of the like they had like a live stream of just like talking about just the reason for this album and the meaning that it has for the community. Like, it's, like, even them, like, they were, like, surprised, saying, like, oh, we never thought this was ever going to happen. It's, like, a dream come true. Right. It's, like, it's pretty cool. Like, um, so I definitely like this album. I recommend um, every single song. But the ones that I'm going to add to that playlist are, it's called Rompe Bocina. And maybe Harsh would know what it means. But yeah, he's Rompe Bocina accent, means, yeah. yeah. Rompe Bocina means, like, um break the speaker or like uh yeah like it's kind of like breaking the speaker like i don't know what's the right term for that but yeah it's that's like the literal transition it's a rough transition yeah okay yeah Makes so sense. like you know, like basically like blasting your music so like your speaker breaks or something uh, right. so that's what it means and uh who, one with like tommy royale is in that song which is the one that we saw at the concert 
And then Social Club Misfits is in that song too. And then the other one I want to recommend is La Fiesta. Do you know what La Fiesta means? Yeah, the party. Yep. So, see, you're good. And that's the one with Lecrae and Funky. And Lecrae actually, like, starts his verse off, like, saying some Spanish uh, words. And he's like... Like, oh, you didn't realize how bad my Spanish is? <laughs> and stuff like that. So it, it's pretty funny to hear him, like, try to rap in, in Spanish. So those are my two song recommendations from that album. But, yeah, I know it's not for everyone because not, every, not everyone knows Spanish. There is some, I mean, there is some English because there are some English rappers, obviously. But it's more Spanish than English. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay, so hey, it's a it's a good recommendation. I like it. A, a little bilingual recommendation. Yes, yeah, uh, as you can as you can put it, that makes sense. But um, yeah, all right. I guess uh, any movie or TV shows that you want to recommend? No, I haven't seen anything other than just listen to music and watch YouTube. So that's fair. That's fair. I guess you want to recommend anything on YouTube. Um. I mean, David Dobrik too released an a vlog. I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. <laughs> With Borat, I never, I've never seen Borat, but now I want to see it. Yeah. I feel like it would be a funny movie to watch. Oh man, I think so too. I think Harsh saw the whole thing, so I think I know. I knew he was gonna recommend that. I'm, I'm halfway through it, and it's, a, it's a really funny movie. So. Um, Which one? I the guess new one or the. Oh, well, the first one was really funny, too, the one released in 06, but this one's really funny as well. It's more, you know, culturally relevant, I guess you can say so. Okay. So it's really good, yep. Um, but I guess that's a good transition to, I guess, my recommendations, unless you have any more you wanted to go no. over. Uh, so for me, the song is I Hope She Loves Me Back by Boy Pablo from his new album, Watching Yeah, well, because he released the album on October 23rd, uh, which was this Friday. I listened to and, it, too. Yeah, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. I yeah, mean, a, a lot of them are were the singles. I'm like, I've right. heard of this before, but yeah, I, I I like that. I hope she loves me back too. Yeah, it's the first song on the album, and I think it's one of the really like better ones. Which uh, other one did you like? I like Come Home. That was really good, and the Tavaz one. Uh, the last, yeah, I, I like the last. Well, what does that mean? The last is like this means don't go. You leave, like you leave, oh. like you're leaving. So like basically, don't go because you're leaving. <laughs> And then, and then I like Vamos a la Playa. What does that mean? Uh, let's go, player. No. Let's go <laughs> to the beach. Let's go to the beach. Oh. Ah. He has a song like that called Let's Go to the Beach or Beach House or something like that. So maybe there's a play on that song that he has released earlier. Oh, but but that's interesting. Yeah, no, I really like the album. It's it's nice. It's a nice soothing listen, which is which all which are almost his songs. That that's sort of his wheelhouse. So yeah. By the way, any song that we recommend in today's episode and the ones we recommended in our past episode can be found on our Spotify playlist called The Bentersop Rex. That's R E C S on Spotify. You don't need to have Spotify Premium to listen to it. You can be a Spotify free uh, member and still get a chance to listen to it. So it's on there on Spotify. And then, yeah, for a movie, I guess, since Harsh is not here, I was going to do a TV show, but I'll just do, you know, Borat uh, 2 or the subsequent movie film, Borat subsequent movie film on Prime Video. That's what it's called. Um, so go ahead and watch that. Yeah, I think the full thing is like Borat subsequent movie film. Okay. That's like the official title. So, yeah, I'd recommend that. Like, I think it's like, um, like barely two hours. Like, it's like one hour and like 30, 40 minutes or so. Okay. 
So it's a, it's a fairly short watch. It's it's a quick watch as well. I might check it out today. Yeah. Then. Yep. I think you should. You, I think you'll. Like you it. think I should watch the original first, or does it matter? Uh, if it's on, if it's if it, I would say watch the original first so you can get like the idea behind his humor. Because I know mm-hmm. the original one's on Prime as well, and I thought I, I I know it was really good. I think I think because because this one there are a couple scenes that that they kind of refer to the first one. So I think yeah, watch the first one and then okay. watch the second one. I'll watch it because it leaves Prime in seven days. Okay, yeah, then you should watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Quibi. Uh, but yeah, that that about wraps it up for us. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks to all the essential workers out there. We really appreciate what you're doing. Uh, keep yeah, at it. You. Um, and then, Dan, do you have any other last remarks before we end the episode? No. Uh, it's We're almost done with October, that's for sure. Uh, oh, man, yeah. Election Day is coming up, so if you haven't voted, vote it. Vote, I yes, mean. Yes, go vote. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. Thank you for all the essential workers. I know you already said that, but Harsh would like me to say that again. Uh, yeah. And Harish also says thank you to all the essential workers. Yep. And he's gonna since he didn't make it to the podcast, he's gonna buy us some cheesy toasted chalupas next time. So, yeah. Yes, he will. We are guaranteeing him if he makes it to. Well, I don't care if he makes it to this part. He's buying us anyway. That's that's the deal. Okay. And, if he makes it to this part, then you don't have to. Okay. There so, you go. That's a good idea. That's a good and idea. You, and the and the secret word you have to tell me so you don't have to buy the word. Uh, buy us anything you say toast it if you tell me toast it then you're good Ooh, okay look at that that's a good one i like this little secret little secret easter egg we're dropping uh oh by the way do follow us on our instagram it's at the banter shop underscore podcast that's where you can find our latest information uh but yeah that about wraps it up for us thanks for listening guys share this with your friends we're available on all podcast platforms that are out there we really appreciate the support we've been getting and uh we hope to keep getting it and we hope to keep entertaining you But uh, this about wraps it up for us. Thanks for listening. Moniel signing off. This is Daniel. Thanks, guys. Peace.